0: Thank you for joining me for another quick hits conversation. I'm Dr. Robin with me today. I have Pascal Derrian. He's the CEO of a non-for-profit Migraine Ireland, and he is also an avid athlete. I have Ed Samuel. He is a career coach at Sam Nova, where he helps mid to senior level leaders get to a better place, whether they are working or in transition. And I have Stuart Wiggins, he's with Enduna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. The question I have today, specifically for the three of you, because you've all been in leadership positions, is a performance improvement plan, called a PIP, beneficial to the employee, or is it just to create documentation to fire someone? Ed, kick us off.
1: I've had the benefit of being in, in, in corporate America for close to 30 years, and I've put people on performance improvement plans. And and I will tell you that in many cases, thing that drives it is is yeah, we we're, were this prop person may not make it. Let's put them on a plan. And for some companies I've worked at, there was a formal process in place that you had to go through before you terminate an employee. Mm-hmm. These performance improvement plans sometimes are laid out because that's the HR process that you have to follow before you terminate. I will say, though, in my last role in corporate America, I had a personal performance improvement plan, and that person ended up turning things around. And I do believe my heart to heart, a performance improvement plan written and led by a true leader that cares about a person truly cares it can be beneficial and for those who are just going through the motions and don't give a darn it's as a subtle way to get somebody out the door well you can't fix that Mm. so I think a big part of it Dr. Robin uh, is is part of where where does the heart lie
2: with the person who's initiating it I think had your bang on the process Depends on the ecosystem you are evolving. In anybody's career, you're not going to be a star performer year on year. It may happen to everybody. I, I think that's the first point I, I, I want to call. Uh, who's driving the PIP is equally important, as you were saying, Ed. If you're really passionate about the PIP may be an opportunity. Otherwise, it's just a death sentence, especially in corporate. I would say in SMEs and smaller organizations, it's probably a bit more valuable if you reach mm-hmm. that point, but it's part of the HR process. Normally, what I've seen is when peep word is actually mentioned or oh, that show his ugly face at 95 99 the person is going to be out of the door there's no willingness for some companies to actually turn the situation around i find the process brutal to be honest and it's also because i think from an hr perspective and liability perspective it's just a covering both type of activity and i think it can be very traumatic for the individual as well and I think, from an ethics and moral perspective, it's not a great reflection on the company either.
0: I've only ever seen three outcomes from a pip: the person quits, the person yeah. gets fired, or the pip expires because the manager forgot to keep up yeah. with the timeline of it, and they have yeah. to start over yeah. Yeah. and yeah. they put them back on a different pip.
3: Well, I certainly agree with everything that's been said, and I think that there's probably three things that take place: it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It comes ingrained in the person's head that I'm going to get fired and this is just their way to prepare to fire me. One of the things that I did in my last role was every subordinate leader and all new hires, we put them on a performance improvement plan. That way, there was no trepidation about using the words performance improvement plan. Leaders were on a plan so they could be taught how to do and execute the performance plan successfully. Because if you're relying on a subordinate leader who hasn't been trained, all they're going to do is check the boxes. I think you think of two specific incidences where I've had people and they were leaders who were not successful before I got there and we got them turned around and they kept their job. I just think that by definition, and this is why I had this conversation with you, is because... And would you say, Pascal, 90-some percent fail on it? Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, that's my experience. Anyway, I've managed to save some, but not many.
3: I agree with you. I think that number is really in the 90s. And Robin's right. They quit or they just perform to a point where they get out. I was in an organization where a phrase was used, perform them off the property. And what that meant was create a standard in the performance improvement plan that they could not be successful in, which, in essence, they would fire themselves because of it.
1: I want to add a different spin on this too that I've seen. And it's not a fun one. And some people aren't going to like what I'm going to say. But I've been in organizations where the performance improvement plan process was used, especially for women, minorities, people with disabilities that you're going to let go and terminate. And companies put this in place. To make sure that they have gone through all the possible scenarios and mm-hmm. documentation before a minority is let go, mm-hmm. as a precaution to legal issues that will ensue. I you know, I, I I didn't want to raise it, but I just said this: you, you want to talk truth?
0: Yep, well,
1: absolutely. That's why it's there for a lot of companies.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, it goes along the lines with Holder big corporations selling hugs and kisses and it's incredibly brutal and they would just stab you in the back as soon as you're in it, which is actually really funny because you are, you spend a lot of time hiring people mm-hmm. and, and some some of those companies do have a percentage per year when they have to get rid of people. There's so much deadwood you can't find. At some point, you start to orchestrate and manipulate the truth mm-hmm. and it's completely twisted. So that's why I was referring earlier it depends on the the ecosystem. You know, in an SME or a smaller organizations, you know, maybe I think the intent is actually valid. In larger corporations, and I've been part of a few, when you know that yes means no and perhaps means never, you probably don't have a lot of hope with a PIP being fair and just.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So if we feel like not some 90%, 95 or higher percent of people who get put on a PIP end up being managed out, If I'm in an organization and I get put on a PIP, do I just start looking for another job or do I try to get better at the job that I'm at?
1: I encourage them to call a career coach immediately. Uh, I get phone calls once a month from somebody who's on a PIP. Hey, Ed, the writing's on the wall. Hey, a PIP is being talked about. One other thing I just want to quickly mention, in the US, it doesn't happen in Europe and Asia. At the bottom of every job offer, there's a word that says, we have a right to terminate you for any reason at any time. And there's no mention of PIP in there. So please understand, I have many cases where people go on PIPs. A 90-day PIP plan, within 30 days, they're tapping their shoulder. This is your last day. Thank you. No, nothing. Wow. And they'll fall back on that clause at the bottom of the
2: the original offer letter.
0: Pascal, if I am on a PIP, do I get out or do I try to fix
2: it? Well, I think, well, I think you can give it your best shot, but I think I, I would look for another job at the same time in parallel, mm. just to cover my, all uh, my angles. It's not good news, uh, no matter what. And it really mm-hmm. depends who is actually driving it again. You know, if you have a good leader, yeah, I've managed to turn the situation around a couple of times. I had to do a lot of uh, dance on the tables and uh, juggling with my uh, managers just to convince them. And mm-hmm. uh It also means, actually, as a leader, you have to take on the risk and you have to put your own credibility at stake, which a lot of leaders are not willing to do. They Mm -hmm. go the easy way. It worked for one, one or two in particular, who are going through a very, very difficult uh, personal situation. And I know that would tip them over Mm -hmm. if they were to go Uh, financially, but also personally. There is no way as a human being I would do that now. in terms of management attention unit it took a lot from me but you know i was willing to do it but Mm -hmm. that's why you manage people you know it's a privilege but it's not a commodity
3: Stuart, so i'll be quick i think that it does become a self-fulfilling prophecy but the question is is it a surprise to you i mean we haven't talked about that there's this person that goes on a pip Inside yourself, you kind of know how you're performing. There shouldn't be a surprise. Okay, Mm. I think if it's me, I start to look. Uh, I'm not going to try to gut it out because I wonder what the support is going to be to help make me be successful. But I've told all my subordinate leaders over the years, the worst day of your life is the day when you tell somebody that you're taking away their income. Because they have to go home and tell their family they don't have a job anymore. So for you to sleep at night, you better make sure you've done everything you can to make that person successful.
0: Awesome. Well, that is our 10 minutes, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I think it's been amazing. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.